it's really given me a bit of faith in humanity that um, the tomorrow man or the man of tomorrow is, is essentially changing. And I think we are the generation of change. And I think our children and our children's children are really going to fucking thank us because <laughs> I guess this yes. platform is um, allowing men to be who they are authentically. And I think we're, we're taking steps in the right direction, but obviously we've got a long way to go, but fuck, we're making tracks, man. He he's taught me to you know give 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 and um you know no matter who they are just give them everything your your time your support your your encouragement your love hey friends welcome to another episode of couple of lattes if you're new here welcome my name is jacques massey and for anyone who's joining for their second third fourth or 100th time thank you so much for tuning in Today, I'm super excited um, to get into conversation with Gabe. He is the co-founder of The Finisher, which is a running group, and he's also the founder of Haymate. And the majority of this podcast is, uh, is built around Haymate, which is basically a safe space that he has created uh, for men to talk openly, be vulnerable, be themselves, and uh, to essentially come to terms with their identity, exactly how they fit in and who they are, uh, being a man uh, so it's an incredible podcast it's really powerful uh, if you're a male listener I think this will really help you and for any female listeners tuning in uh, this might be a good one to uh, listen to and then speak with your partners about your brothers about your friends about um, or even share it with them uh, so thank you so much for tuning in I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did Gabe is an incredible human being a beautiful soul and I truly think he is going to offer you some incredible wisdom. Just a couple of mates having a yeah. couple of lattes. <laughs> I've got my latte, bro. You've got water. What's going on with that? <laughs> to be... To be fair, I should be wearing like a Haymate shirt or something since, you know, Mate, we're each um, other. All my, all my trademarking just got approved. So I'm currently Ooh. designing some t-shirts and stuff at the moment to get to get done. Yeah, that's right. Because you sent around that survey a little while ago with like beanies or t-shirts. I can't remember what I said was good. I think it was like hoodies, shirts and beanies were like the main ones I'd be doing. I think you, t- I think you said Speedos as well. Yeah, I definitely did. Undies. <laughs> Mate, I've got I've got Pac-Man undies, like literally for Monday through Friday. It's the greatest thing ever. I just I just chime uh, yeah. into my, my inner child just like waka 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 waka. <laughs> there was there, I could have said something with, with Pac Pacma or Pacma Dax or whatever it is, but I'll just I'll I'll leave that separately. Hmm. That doesn't sound like you, Jacques. Whose voice is that? Is that your guest? Hey mate, I'm Gabe. I'm the founder of Haymate and the co-founder of The Finisher, which is a run community on the surf coast, Victoria. Um, I'm also someone who loves connections, so please just reach out. <laughs> oh man, so good, so uh, good. So it's it's so good to be here, mate. It really is. Really, your um, yeah, your energy is really contagious. So thank you, bro. Yours too. Like I guess while we're in the while we're in the place where we're praising each other and and building each other up. Um, yeah, I want to say like I'm hugely grateful to you for doing Hey Mate, and secondly, I'm hugely grateful for Jessie for introducing me to it. So if Jessie's listening, which I'm certain she is, because she's like number one supporter of everyone, 
Um, thanks, Jesse. Because yeah, like, like I thought I was in a pretty good mental state, but then jumping on Haymate, like I remember the first one, bro. I looked at my pits afterwards, and it was dripping sweat. <laughs> How weird is that? Because I was like, okay, like I'm good yeah. talking about this on a podcast, but when you've got a whole mm. bunch of guys there, and like you're just super raw and vulnerable. And you kind of your walls drop. I was like, "Fuck, this is like powerful shit." And from that first one, like I've done, I think four now, I think four. But that first one, I was like, "Man, I've got to get Gabe on the podcast because, like, I've got to do as much as I possibly can to get this thing out here and let other people know, like, you know, like start talking, <laughs> start chatting, man." Yeah, it's um, yeah. First of all, Jessie's an absolute boss, and I bloody miss her. So I hope she comes back to mm. to Australia sometime soon. But um. Yeah, like, yeah, I think it's just, I, I mean, those sweaty pits that you kind of spoke about, mate, I get that. I get, I still get that every session. And um, I think we're up to nearly our 80th or 90th session for the year, um, which is epic. But yeah, every time it's just like that, that turning stomach, the sweaty palms and, and the sweaty pits. And you're just like, what the fuck? Oh, am I allowed to swear on this? <laughs> Dude, yeah, this is like completely raw and unedited. Unless there's something that comes up that you're like, holy shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. Then we can cut it out. But cool. Um, but no, I, I feel that I feel those same things as well because you, you know, you just, I guess you're embracing that 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 whole space and um, yeah, I guess you're you're a little bit nervous but also excited and um, yeah, I, I remember you coming on that that first that first week um, four weeks ago and. Um, yeah, just the energy you brought, mate, was was next level, and the guys speak so highly of you. And then for you to come in and experience, like, um, yeah, the journaling session last last Thursday was mad as well. So mm. kudos to you for being there, and um, yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Sounds like we appreciate <laughs> each other a bunch. This is fucking awesome. We can keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess for anyone listening right now, hey mate sounds like a pretty awesome thing, which by the way, it is fucking awesome. Um, but let's maybe give people a little bit of clarity around like what is hey mate? And then the thing that I really want to know, Gabe, is why, why did you decide to start it? And particular and in particular, maybe reference your own personal experiences. Cause I think personal stories are really powerful and you seem super purposeful about hey mate. And from my own experience, when someone is so purposeful about something, they've gone through some pretty deep suffering to get to that place. So if you're happy to talk about it, fire away. But maybe start by explaining what is Hey Mate. Yeah, I guess um, I, I love that question. It's so open-ended. So forgive me if I go on a bit of a tangent. Um, but Hey Mate was launched to amplify the connection uh, between any man uh, first of all it was through you know Australia and New Zealand but now we've got men joining in from around the world and it's to simply create a space in which any man feels welcomed heard supported and to be a part of something bigger than themselves and um, yeah I guess that that camaraderie um, and that sense of belonging is built through um, the safe space in which we build at the start and um, simply through the conversations that are deeper than the surface level um, but why why it was started, um, my partner and myself have a, a run community down on the surf coast of Victoria as well called The Finisher. And every Sunday we'd meet in different locations uh, around the surf coast. And 
it, it, it literally just filled my cup up every week. There was, the, you know, the ability to meet new people and, you know, to accomplish something um, by, you know, 8, 8.30 on a Sunday morning was, was so fulfilling. And for me, it, it literally gave me an emotional hangover every every Sunday afternoon <laughs> just because, like, I'm, you know, by you know, 8.30 on a Sunday morning, you you run or walk, you've met X amount of new people, you've caught up with some old faces or some familiar faces, um, and then you've done yoga or meditation and then you've gone and had coffee by, yeah, as I said, 8.30, 9 o'clock, and you're just, like, exhausted because you've given yourself to so many people that morning and, you know, the encouragement and um, support that you give to people, um, yeah, throughout that morning is is insane so I guess kind of when COVID came along and um we we're kind of forced to put put the finisher on hold only due to the the amount of numbers we we're getting um yeah we we're forced to put it on hold so um I was just like well what can I what can I do um and I was injured at the time I was struggling with a bit of a back injury so I had a, mm. I had a little bit more time on my hands I was off work and I too mate needed um I guess that that outlet um and and support so I was itching to do a men's event in Geelong in early April um again that got that got um put on hold but um there was this app that came around and I think everyone kind of jumped on it it was called house party I'm like oh Oh, yeah yeah. this is sick like what (laughs) what can I do with this and um so there was a bit of a bit of a play on words I'm like hey mate let's let's throw a party let's throw a house party and um (laughs) And I realized that was only open to eight people. And so we went to Zoom and me being an absolute noob on uh, the interweb and any technical devices, I, I tried to navigate my way through Zoom. And um, yeah, I guess threw myself in the deep end a little bit, didn't really know what I was kind of doing. I knew what I wanted to achieve, but the nat- navigation was kind of a bit blurry. Um, but anyway, put the put the feelers out there and 10 guys kind of put their hand up and like it was insane it completely blew all my expectations out of the water kind of feeling the same way I am now a bit shaky a bit mm. arms pity whatever it is <laughs> um but just just the the rawness and the support within the group and just to see you know we're all quite uptight at the at the start and then at the end we're all just like you know sunk into our chairs a little bit more and we're very comfortable and I mean mind you it was a, it was a pretty light-hearted session and um yeah but it just kind of started uh, building momentum from there so we we I maintained one session a week and and then as as Haymate kind of got around from state to state and word of mouth um yeah I introduced a second session and and then from there it just kept going and you know you fast forward um what are we 26 weeks or whatever it is and mm. um 80, 80 to 90 sessions later we're, we're doing five sessions a week now um which That's is insane. unbelievable I don't know of of any anyone else doing something similar um mm. which is pretty cool because it, it's authentic and it and it is real and um I think we're yeah trying to make impact um authentically so um yeah it, it's been pretty cool to navigate I'm not going to lie there's been a few ups and a few downs and um you know you, it it is pretty um tiring but you just go back to your why of of why you started it and mm. um the impact i guess um but what is just highlighting yep. 
what is like your what is your big why because like there's a there's a lot of kind of uh smaller whys i think you've you've talked about about there but what's like the what's the big thing that when you're suffering from those deep emotional hangovers and i know what you mean sometimes when you give your all and listen to people and like really are there for them and help them like it, it's draining like it's it's you're like like you say emotionally hung over what what keeps yeah. you going through that like what's the the guiding star so to speak yeah the north star um i guess I guess I want to highlight that Haymate is um, not taking away from any health professional and, and we're not a health profession ourselves. We're, we're simply providing that safe space for the conversations to be had. And um, I guess my, my reason why is because I went through a bit of um, a hard period. Um, well, it, it was hard for me um, from the ages of 12 to say 22 and what I probably needed most was to be able to feel like I felt supported and I could talk about what I was experiencing at the time. And um, only a couple of years ago, I had had the courage to, to talk about um, my own little journey and it was the best thing I ever did. Mm. And since having, having that conversation back then, it's allowed me to be more of my true self and to have deeper connections with all these amazing people. And to be honest, um, it's, it's allowed me to have acceptance of myself. So um, I guess my reason why is because I know the benefits of these deep and meaning, meaningful conversations. And I know that it can amplify us um, as beings and um, it, you know, having a space where these men can show up um, and to be a better version of, of themselves and each other and, and the community beyond is an absolute fucking no brainer, my friend. It's, it's been amazing that these connections can be made, uh, you know, with men across Australia and now the world. Um, mm. And uh, like I knew maybe, you know, a handful, maybe three or four guys prior to Haymate starting, like these guys jumped in and now to have the ability to care so much for these men who I actually haven't physically met yet is quite, quite overwhelming. It's quite cool. I'm really excited for the day that we can all be under the same roof. So I guess my reason why is um, I know how much it's impacted my life. So I wanted other people to experience that as well. And then it, it literally has a ripple effect, mate. So these conversations, I share it with them. And then, you know, we always encourage them to go back into their community or their household or with their friends, with their spouse, whatever it may be, to continue those conversations and um, literally for, for Haymate to provide that ripple effect. Mm. Yeah, I think that's powerful, man. It's like to to use to use a, a kind of odd example, It's it's almost like when you start taking a drug, and then you get addicted to it and you can't stop. But this is like the most beautiful kind of addiction you could have because <laughs> each and every day you're, you're giving and you're contributing. And every time you give and you contribute, it's like you say, it's a ripple effect. But not only that, it's exponential in terms of like your personal growth and who you impact. And then because you're impacting more and more people and you get more and more feedback, you're like, you're just this like, just vibrating on higher and higher levels because all these en all energy waves are coming in. You're just like, holy shit. Like I got to keep doing that. I got to keep doing this. And it's, it's where like, you know, huge comparison, but like people like Tony Robbins, for example, that's where he gets all his yeah. energy because he's just constantly flooded yep. with positive energy mm -hmm. because he's nonstop giving it out. And I think that's exactly what you're doing with Hamer. So like kudos yeah. to that, man. 
And I, I think yeah, you're nodding I'm, away like you're feeling it, right? Like that's kind of the buzz. Literally, man, 100%. Um, you know, there's definitely moments of just like, you know, the session's done and you just kind of sit there for a bit and you're trying to process, you know, what was achieved in that session and, and what the, the fellas can take away from it or what was said and maybe where the conversation went. And it's literally mind-blowing. And I know I've said it once, but I'll always say it again. I, I really wish more people could hear these conversations. Um, and I guess something I've struggled with or think I'm struggling with um, with Haymate's mission is like, how do we get this message to sink into the fellas? Like for any man to to have the understanding that, you know, you don't actually need to have, you know, uh, I guess trauma or a past experience in order to join these sessions. It's literally to connect and meet some new mates and, um, you know, highlighting the fact that sometimes showing up for someone else is more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's powerful, bro. I, I guess we've kind of touched on it, but let's say for a new individual that's listening to this and they're going, man, like I, I am really craving some conversations with some men, like some honest conversations, not just the shallow bullshit I, I chat about with my mates at the at the workplace, you know. Uh, so for an individual in particular, what what do you hope that they get out of the first event? Like what's the goal for them when they when they jump in? They're, they're fresh, they're sweaty under the pits like you and I were. What do you what do you want them to get out of that first session? <laughs> well, I guess when um, people feel connected to others, they feel more connected to themselves. So we hope that, um, you know, as soon as they step into this group, they feel welcomed and encouraged and they feel heard. Um, you know, a lot of people come in or a lot of men come in with, you know, the clenched jaw and their shoulders are up and they're fiddling. So we, we kind of encourage them to, you know, if you can make yourself that 1% more uh, comfortable, please do it. Get get rid of whatever's in your hands and take a couple of deep breaths and just, you know, relax, relax shoulders, unclench to the jaw. And mm. I mean, um, uh, community, for example, means to have a sense of belonging. Um so I think, you know, every individual deserves to to feel included and to be a part of something. So I guess for Haymate, we really want that to be um, felt instantly when, when these guys step into the room and we do that through icebreakers and, you know, a bit of banter and a um, bit of um, small talk, essentially, or a bit of a warm-up, I like to call it, before we get into the swing of things. But mm. we I really want these guys to challenge their own assumptions, like, I think there would be a lot of guys out there that um, go, oh, you know, I know what Haymate's about already and, you know, it's not for me, but I really want those guys to challenge all their assumptions because I can guarantee you that those assumptions are false. It's, mm. Haymate is nothing what you think it is. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I remember when I first uh, kind of heard about it, I thought it was just, you know, some sort of mental health chat and like I was going to the yeah. shrink. But it's, it's, it's like you say, it's definitely more than that. It's how would I explain it from my own personal experience? I guess the community vibe is, it's like when you have a conversation with an absolute stranger, you tend to blurt out all of the things that you'd never talk to your family about because you have these like pre-programmed ideas that you, you, your ego might be damaged if you tell your family and people close to you about all these things that are on your mind. But when you go into the space, it's like all of these guys who have all come there for the same reason to just have an open conversation yeah. and not hide behind their walls of stoicism and, and just like yeah. verbally talk the shit, you know, like have a chat and 
say exactly what's on their mind. So that's part of it well, for me. Absolutely. And you know what, mate, like the biggest thing is that you're probably probably not going to know anyone else in the group when you rock up and we've just launched an introduction session. So uh, on a Tuesday night, these guys can come in and we can ask, you know, we can answer any questions they may have, but also to give give these guys a familiar face for when they do step into the bigger groups. And I think that's epic. But what I want to highlight is that you don't know anyone else um, besides, you know, myself or Geordie or Aaron that are kind of behind the scenes with Haymate. But it's such a beautiful thing because stepping into a space in which you're not familiar with or you don't know anyone else, it allows you to simply be yourself. And I think there's no expectation for you to be someone you're not so we're finding that um by allowing these guys to show up and meet new faces uh these conversations are, are being you know being had um authentically and a lot easier than it would be to normally talk to your group of friends or your family members or your 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 boyfriend or your girlfriend whatever that may be so it's such a beautiful and, and powerful experience to to rock up as essentially a stranger but we guarantee that you leave as mates Mm -hmm. I think you touched on something really powerful there, Gabe, and that's this idea of expectation. And part of this, I think part of the problem for a lot of young men today is there's so much confusing messaging out there. Like you should be this, or you should be this, or you shouldn't be this and you shouldn't do this. And it's like, there's almost this crisis with young men where they just have yeah. no idea how they're meant to be. And then you've got all this testosterone and this masculine energy, but then you also want to be vulnerable as well at times and just share yep. how you feel. Yep. And I think this is the, the beautiful thing about what you touched on there is when you go into this place where there is no expectation, and no one really knows each other, but everyone's there for the same reason to just have an open, vulnerable conversation. You come out going, okay, holy fuck, I kind of know who I am now. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then literally. Yeah. And then that translates into, in my opinion, a man that shows up as a much better player in a community. But I want to, I'm really interested to know, like, from your experience, have you had any sort of feedback around how these men? once they've done a few sessions at Haymate, how they're showing up in their community, you know, for their partners, for their kids, uh, for their friends, for their family members. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a, it's such a, um, a great point. I'm glad you kind of highlighted um, the expectation kind of things because, you know, there's no uh, internal pressure within the group. Uh, we know that in, in society and in everyday life, there's, there seems to be a lot of external pressures and, um, I guess molds essentially. I think men have been um, slapped with the, the same paintbrush for for many years, and it's about about time we um, we break away from the pack and um, just you know encourage any being to simply be themselves and you know to be electric, to be vibrant, and to be different. Um, you know, imagine if we were all the same, life would be incredibly boring. But I guess <laughs> yeah, these 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 conversations are allowing men to tap into. Um, you know, undiscovered potential. So they're, they're, they're finding all these, you know, different thinking patterns and um, they're literally, you know, leaving these chats and going into their own community and having more empathy and, um, you know, a growth mindset. And um, it, it's been amazing to see that, I guess, these light bulb moments of guys, you know, talking about past experiences or, or what it is they're currently going through and then, you know, having someone else share about something similar and you just see all these head nods and mm. and like a, a couple of jaw drops and 
I guess it's simply allowing these guys to to um, challenge the way that they've been brought up and what they've been told and to to be curious. I love the word curious, yeah. Jax, because, um, you know, we, we tend to have these, um, I, I, like, let me go on this tangent about assumptions, right? Like, um, you know, we could be walking down the main street and there would, there would be a homeless guy. And for a long time, many of us would have thought that, you know, he's an ice addict or he's, you know, he's an ex-crim and, and whatever else. And, but really, we don't, we don't know that. We, we have no idea. And what could have happened is that his wife could have or his partner could have passed away and uh, like he's struggling to, to pay the mortgage and he's being kicked out. Now he's on the street. And it's just like that way of thinking just opens up a plethora of, you know, what ifs and, and what has actually happened. And I think if we, do, if, we, if we dive into every opportunity with a curious mindset, like it just goes to show how much we actually don't know. Mm. Um, so it's, it's pretty inspiring and pretty, pretty wicked that, that thought of, you know, the more we know, like the more we actually don't know. So, um, it's, yeah, just allowing these guys to go back into their community and their lives, being curious and, and finding different ways of, of living, I guess, and, Mm. um, being able to grow. Mm. Mm. I think what you just said there. Um, really ties in with what we were talking about before about this idea that, um, and I think this is society in general, not just men. We live in this age now with social media and the internet where there's just so many loud voices and there's so much of this near necessity to label people or group people mm-hmm. into certain certain groups, certain beliefs, certain thoughts, certain ideas. But then also you've got this like a combination of that plus this idea that if you belong to this group, there's no fucking way that you can talk to someone in this group and there's no way you can break yeah. out of this mold. And you've got all these little mini echo chambers popping up. And so you've got all these men who are falling into, okay, I'm either this group or I'm this group or I'm this group. And there's no way I'm going to talk about this with this guy or this, this woman or, or this person. Yeah. And it's yeah. seriously dangerous and it's seriously frightening to see that happening. And I think what you're doing here and what you're talking about then about having curiosity, which is almost what, you're breeding with hey mate you know men coming in and being like oh wow okay let's that's something i've never really considered could be possible what this person's talking about and all of a sudden you go from being part of the hive to being an individual and i think a lot yeah. of a lot of the the conflict that we have in the world would be so much less so if we were able to address people as individuals rather than oh you're part of this group and you voted for that person or you believe in this so now nah, i'm not fucking talking to you mate you're a piece of shit like what yeah. that makes absolutely no and sense whatsoever 100 and i think the scary part is on top of that jacks is is being being someone in that group and feeling different but i guess playing your role within that group to fit in i think there's a lot of guys struggling out there that uh you know are, are, you know swallowing swallowing their own words and uh, hiding their emotions um to simply fit in and Mate, I did that for years and I suffered and, and paid the consequence for it because, um, you know, I, I literally just wanted to fit in with, with the guys and, and the girls that I was hanging around with. And, mate, if I was ever encouraged to to speak or to, you know, when have we ever been encouraged to challenge our assumptions or speak about our emotions or, like, have a well-being year or whatever it may be? Like, mm. things were just – things would look completely different, so – 
yeah, I love that you've highlighted that. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you broke out of whatever the mold was that you're in. Because I, I had a similar experience and I think mine was a little bit different because I was so caught up in the idea that everyone had of me. And there's a really good quote. Let's see if I can remember it. You're not who you think you are. You're not who they think you are. You are who you think they think you are. Does that make sense? So like I was, and most people are stuck in that last little bracket where it's like, okay, um, I've got to fit into what I think that they think I am. But when you start doing that, you actually neglect to be exactly who you are. And it got, I was in this so deeply that like all of my meaning, all of who I was, was associated to a certain belief that other people had of me. And when a huge part of that belief, my ex-girlfriend who broke up with me and rightfully so good on you for doing that. Jen, if you are listening to this, you're a champ. (laughs) (laughs) You did. I I did not deserve you at the time. You're an incredible human being. Um, So I'm glad that she did that. You know, she broke away from, from me, but that when that happened i was like so caught up in this idea of who everyone else expected me to be that i was i wanted to kill myself like i legitimately was standing on a balcony with my hands on the rails super high on meth like i'd been on a bender for how many days and i looked down i went i wonder what my body would look like splattered on the curb and like that that kind of stuff and that's a pretty extreme example but that's part of what you're doing with this is you're allowing people to kind of break out of this mold early on before they have to go through this, you know, an incredibly fucked up state of mind in order to, to just be who they are. I guess the, the big thing about, and thank you for sharing that, mate. No That's worries. incredibly powerful. But I guess what we're highlighting is that, um, you know, mental health isn't about illness. It's not, it's not just about illness. It's about well-being as well. So we're kind of... Um, you know, these conversations are naturally providing the, the tools to these men to to be the best version of themselves and to, to focus on the well-being side of things and just to be able to relate to one another and bounce off, literally bounce off one another. Like we've got we've got a WhatsApp group as well. And, you know, for those that want to be a part of it, that's fine. I know there's a lot of people in there, so there's a lot of notifications. But for instance, mate, like uh, one, of the, one of the fellas uh, wrote in there the other day that, you know, he did his first 3k run or first 5k run, I think it was. And he goes, look, fellas, I, I literally would not have done this without being a part of this group. And, you know, instantly message after message after message of like support and encouragement. And it's like, fuck, everyone deserves to feel encouraged like that and, and to feel supported. And you could only imagine being on the receiving end of that, of that support, It's you know, you're going to go out the fucking next day and do it again, aren't you? Like Mm. it's just, and let's not take away from what a run actually provides you as well. So um, yeah, look, it's, it's been phenomenal and it's been, it's been a massive year and I feel like we're only kind of just getting started. We're we're navigating through, um, I guess, change as well with daylight savings and coming into summer. But look, I guess if 2020 taught us anything, it's it's taught us to be agile and to um, embrace change. Mm, 100% I couldn't agree more uh, with that one Gabe a couple of things I, I just I just jotted down there while you were talking that that you kind of sparked my curiosity on is this idea one um, we are so surrounded by negative 
negative feedback, like so, so unbelievably surrounded by negative feedback. And I understand why it happens, right? Like humans are pre pre-programmed to search for problems, right? We have this thing called negativity bias. And before the internet and the age of social media and the age of globalized con- connectivity, it wasn't such a big problem. But now when, when you jump on social media, you're connected to a billion people maybe at one time all of them wanting to share their problems, all of them wanting to feel significant about their problems, all of them wanting to feel somewhat the victim so other people will feel sorry for them. And I think what you're doing with this and what you said about the WhatsApp group, this is when I wrote it down, is you're encouraging people to share just unwavering positivity. And that in itself is a game changer because instead of putting something up, and getting a hundred people going, oh, you know, poor you, like reinforcing this idea that you're a victim. Yeah. What you're doing yeah. is, is, is you're putting something up and you're getting a hundred people reinforcing that you're a fucking hero and that you can do whatever you put your mind to. <laughs> like it's, it's so simple. It's so simple, yeah. but it's like, yeah, yeah. When, when you switch that light switch, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you have someone who believes that they're just a useless piece of shit and there'll never be anything more to someone who believes that their infinite is possible as long as they've they just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing so that's the first thing and then the the second one i had there quickly i know you're kind of ready to chat i can feel it but was (laughs) was um was prevention um so too often we we're like oh i've got an ailment i need the cure it's like oh you know like i'm feeling depressed i need a cure Oh, I'm feeling anxious. I need a cure. Oh, I feel like I'm going to throw myself off this balcony. Example of me. I need a cure. It's like what you're doing with this is you're encouraging men to jump in to prevent the stuff from happening, prevent getting to this place so that they don't need a cure. They can just fix the problems as they go along and and stick on this positive trajectory. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's go with your, your first one about um, negativity. And I think a lot of it comes from ourselves. Like whether we'll be the first one to pump someone else's tire up or to fill up their cup, but we'll be the first one to take take our own feet out from underneath ourselves. And I guess this year, especially, um, you know, a lot of, a lot has been taken away, and you know that that final destination or that something to look forward to is is gone. And for a long period of time, we didn't know what that kind of looked like. So. Um, you know, a, a win doesn't have to be a new job or a new car or a holiday or whatever it is. It can simply be as simple as getting out of bed of the morning, catching the sunrise, going for a 3K run for the first time, like having a conversation with someone new. We all know that that feeling of feeling embraced and noticing the change in body language and tone and narrative and seeing mm. that, that, that literally the body language just shift and move and um, it's it's those one percenters that can make all the fucking difference, my friend. And um, I think focusing on those on those small wins can literally amplify your mood for for the rest of the day, if not the week. And um, yeah, you just you, you never know how much value your words have um, to someone else as well. So um, I think that's I think that's amazing. But, but yeah, prevention. I think we've all been given um, the tool set that we need. Like we as beings are enough. Um, so, and with, with Haymade and I think with general conversations and, and in times of struggle, um, like we, we never provide answers. We simply provide that space to feel heard. And I think a majority of the time people just need to feel heard and, and supported rather than me providing you with advice because it just it wouldn't come across. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
uh, a group of us actually did our mental health first aid training with Mental First Health, uh, Mental Health First Aid Australia um, mm, a couple of cool. weeks ago, and a beautiful lady uh, by the name of Annie led it for us. Um, she was from Torquay, and we did it over a couple of weeks with some modules. And um, yeah, she she highlighted the same thing that it, you know never come from a, a place of advice and um, support, or even providing your own experiences when someone else is struggling. It's it's simply um, asking how how can I support you and um, just allowing them to to get it get get what they're struggling with off their chest and um, you know it's it's an amazing um, thing to kind of be a part of and even from a receiving end Jax if I if if I came to you and said I was struggling and you simply allowed me to you know to just get it off my chest and and talk I know that I would feel 10 kilos lighter rather than you going oh no like you're fucked you need to go do this 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 this, and this (laughs) works for me and this 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 you're like oh fuck there is something wrong with me and Mm. um yeah it's just acknowledging and accepting that you know sometimes these things are a part of us and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're broken um just know that whatever it is that you're going through you're definitely not alone and um there are the the right support networks whether it be professional help or simply your friend networks um that can you know support you um and i feel like um a lot of people say that we're there that they're there for their friends and um but when push comes to shove, you know, they might not actually know how to uh, navigate that conversation or, you know, oh, but I, I don't know what to say. It's you don't need to you don't need to have the answers. You just need to show up for that person and to provide a space um, which encompasses them and, and supporting them and just follow up as well. So mm. it's yeah, it's been amazing, mate. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. I, I kind of the biggest takeaway I got from that is uh, which I think is something I could probably work on is sharing my own experiences uh, with people who are struggling. Cause yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like that's probably just going to reinforce the negative thoughts that are going in their head. If they hear something, <laughs> they're trying to deal with their own shit. And then you drop something like, you know, like your own experience on them. It's, it's going to be overwhelming. So that's really powerful. I, I really got something out of that for sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the best way to think about it is, just be the mirror. You know, sometimes people just need to have a mirror there because I remember like when I was kind of coming through my recovery, looking at myself in the mirror was like one of the hardest things I could do. And not only that, but looking at myself in the mirror and saying, Hey, I love you, man. Like, I love you, mate. You know, like that was really hard. So sometimes just having someone to be the, like the metaphorical mirror. So you don't, um, you don't necessarily have to jump straight into confronting yourself is, is really powerful yep. and mirrors don't speak. So <laughs> just, just listen. <laughs> but as far as I know, like hundred, hundred percent. I completely agree with you. Just, just having that, you know, I guess that, that acceptance and, and self-worth is, mm. is huge. Mm-hmm. I've got one, a bit of a personal one for you, Gabe. How has, how has Hey Mate changed you as a person? Huge, oh, very open-ended question. Um, Let's get mate, to it. It, it, it's yeah, it's it's seriously provided um, me with an abundance of emotional intelligence. Like I, I to be honest, I struggle to read and sit down and be still and to, um, I guess to to soak in words out of a book. So I'm more of a an audio person and. But I feel like these conversations have, have literally taught me so much. 
about mm. myself and it's allowed me to reflect on on some you know some darker times and to pick up you know to shine on these darker times with such a, a bright light and to to discover things that were perhaps under a rock that I didn't even know were fucking there um and you know what were the lessons and it's it's seriously given me Jack I my hand on heart it's given me more acceptance of who I am as a person and um to understand that my being has literally been made up of these darker times and um, I love this quote that um, kind of sums up my my life and it's, um, you know, smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. And that just defines what I've kind of gone through with, you know, a few left and right hand turns, maybe a couple of uh, U-turns as well and, and, and speed bumps in the road, what have you. But um, it's literally given me, yeah, just the acceptance and... Um, I guess more self-worth of who I am as a person and and what I'm doing as a person and that, you know, trying to eliminate these external pressures and assumptions that other people make of me. And, um, yeah, like I, the list goes on and on and on, but it's taught me that I, I think I'm on this earth to give back to people. And I guess what I'm, struggling with is to discover what my own potential is at the moment Mm. um and i guess the worry of if i'll ever reach what that potential may look like but i know that um by showing up every day and trying to you know focus on those one percenters every day that i'm I'm kind of following that north star um and whilst also being aligned with my values so um, Haymate is very in line with my values and it's provided me so much more than just the conversation. Mm, mm, mm. That, I'm glad you mentioned values just then because I think that's, <clears throat> I think for a lot of people that's, that's one of the simplest things they can do in terms of mm. giving themselves, because I feel like purpose is one of those things where people feel like, oh, it's just going to miraculously appear in front of me one day just my purpose and my meaning and what's going to give me that yeah. like long lasting feeling of fulfillment. It's just yeah, simply not the, door the case. Will open. Yeah. It's, it doesn't open. You've got to find the key. And no. I think values and principles, having like a guiding set of beliefs that you basically structure everything you do around that will be the first step to creating your own kind of purpose. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that Gabe. Um, and, and, and along the lines of, I guess, like what you're what you're achieving with Haymate, and you mentioned that, you know, like you're struggling with this idea of, you know, what your potential is, bro. Your potential is infinite, like infinite. And consider you started this when in March. Yeah, it's been what six months, and yeah. you're already global. Take a second to yeah. reflect on that, bro. Like <laughs> this is like you're you're tapping into some form of infinite yeah. intelligence right now because you're connecting with so many different little subsets of consciousness, and like it's 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 impossible to see where this will go. So I wouldn't even worry about that. I just keep doing what you're doing because it's the potential is infinite. Yeah, just highlighting the fact that um, life is a journey and it's a continuity of growth, um, and having the um, ability to to be agile with your values and and your goals and and your vision, um, you know when when there is times of adversity and not getting too stuck on the why why things are happening, but just having the ability to be proactive instead of reactive 
Um, I guess those times of change surely, truly show who you are as a as a person, and I guess that's a, a great reflection of how how far you've come um, when change or, or adversity comes your way and how you react in those exact moments. But um, yeah, just highlighting the fact that um, yeah, life is a is a is a journey and um, growth is forever. Mm, mm, that's powerful, bro. I like that. I think I might jot that little timestamp down. <laughs> um yeah cool man well i think we're kind of coming nearer the end of the conversation uh or this conversation anyway there'll be plenty more in the future of that i'm almost 100 percent certain um but i guess i guess i want to know for you let's go back to haymate for a second where is haymate going to be in a year where is haymate going to be in five years and how is gabe going to be like who is who is this new version of gabe going to be in five years those are the three questions i have for you well, I'm, something that a lot of people actually don't know about me is that I'm working full-time in construction as well. Um, so I guess for, for me, I'd love to step away um, from construction and to have the ability and the resources to focus on Haymate full-time or um, another community project. But um, we've literally just pitched for uh, some funding uh, off Movember, um, so hoping to get shortlisted in, in November. But our impact, um, we aim to go and develop uh, programs for corporates, for schools, for sporting clubs, um, and to make Haymate accessible for everyone. So we're looking at developing an app, um, which is incredibly expensive, hence why we need funding. Um, but we we want to make a bigger uh, impact um, within Australia and New Zealand and obviously the rest of the world and um, we want to we want to be in schools next year. We want to be in corporates, and I'd love to step away and have a team to develop these programs and um, and to collaborate with with other partners as well. Who will Gabe be as a person? Um, fucking great question, and I hate this question, but it's, it's such a goodie. <laughs> it's challenging, <laughs> um, right? I, yeah, yeah. I guess Gabe will be a better version of himself. Sounds cliche, but I, I really hope that that's true. And I'm really conscious of of making, um, you know, the right decisions and step, you know, stepping forward in the right direction. So I, I really hope Gabe is, um, you know, seeking education and t- attacking life with a growth mindset, and um, you know, being agile. And I want Gabe to be uh, the founder of a non for profit organization i really want to launch haymate into a non-for-profit and to um yeah i guess make make our own authentic mark within australia um because from what i know there's no one else currently doing what we do so Mm. i'd love to to get ambassadors on board around australia and organize our meetups and to essentially be those safe houses within the state and um someone that any man can go to and to organize a swear to run or whatever it may be but I think Haymate to be a ripple effect and to literally the impact to be broad um, and limitless. Mm, mm, mm. Well, two two things. One, Gabe is already that person. It's just the fact that you need time to 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 catch up to that newer version of Gabe. Like it's it's already happened. It's just in the future. You just need to keep doing what you're doing. You'll be there. Um, and the the second one I kind of thought about is even if there is other people out there doing it, I think the thing that shines out about you, Gabe, and, and 
the energy you're putting into this is like you highlighted before you have a full-time job and i know for a fact that you're not making any money off this and you're still at it like five days a week i think five yeah. Days a week now, yeah and you're still yeah, like yeah. absolutely buzzing on it so for that to be happening obviously money is not a motivation obviously there's a deeper purpose so it's like man it, it's a winning recipe like it's already happened like consider it consider it done unless yeah. a, meteor hits the earth you know and strikes you straight in the head like that's pretty unlikely i think you got this bro i i'm so appreciative of that and i guess i'm buzzing because as i said earlier i know i know how important these conversations are um i i guess what i haven't kind of said about haymate is that these conversations make you be present and they make you be conscious they make you be aware um and for years growing up with a bit of a mental illness and a bit of a hard trot that for, for many years I, I wasn't conscious I was just simply being and um, I guess the the consequence of of not being conscious is all my potentials just kind of getting stored away and not being used you know that I, I just have this vision of these diggers just like potential into a, into a yard and you know stored away and and now I've been given the, the tools to unlock those doors and to, mm. to backtrack to those years and tap into that potential that wasn't used as as well as the potential that I've been given now so mm. uh, mate I'm launching I'm ready to go and look I've been lucky to have such tremendous help along the way and support and I, I kind of just want to acknowledge that you know, another another guy, Geordie Love, has taken on a role of facilitating on the Tuesdays and Aaron Collins has done some tremendous work behind the scenes and I've got another mate, Squizzy, um, who's a designer at Lululemon. He's really helping me out with with branding and, and stuff like that. And obviously my girlfriend as well, Bree, she's, she's epic. But I guess Hey Mate would simply not be what it is without every man involved. And I mean... Mm-hmm every man involved, every man who has come through that Zoom session and had the ability to, to show up. It's um, to the credit of these guys. Um, and I'm completely overwhelmed by the support and the momentum that these guys have provided me by, you know, uh, word of mouth and I guess the encouragement for, for their mates to get involved as well. And um we know that these conversations can be quite taxing um, and in fact, they're not all deep and meaningful. But we have some really lighthearted, bouncy, bouncy chats and, um, but they are taxing mate. And, you know, one a month is like whew, more than enough sometimes, but for these guys to show up to, you know, to two or three sessions or even four, five sessions a week, every week is, is a, a huge ask. And, um, you know, nearly all of them are doing that and I'm just completely overwhelmed. But it's it's really given me a bit of faith in humanity that um, the tomorrow man or the man of tomorrow is, is essentially changing. And I think we are the generation of change and I think our children and our children's children are really going to fucking thank us because <laughs> I guess this yes. platform is um, allowing men to be who they are authentically. And I think we're we're taking steps in the right direction, but obviously we've got a long way to go. But fuck we're making tracks man i 100 percent agree bro that was powerful i could feel the emotion in there i could feel the drive <laughs> like i said before bro like i don't know if you've read a book called uh, you are the placebo by dr joe dispenza but great book you should you should read it or you said you're an audio person have a listen audio it's incredible because yep. that's where that's where i get this idea that it's already happened 
right? Like it, it, it has already happened. You're already doing everything you need to do day to day to realize the future game. And like, I can feel it in your voice when you're talking there. And I think anyone who's listening to this, specifically men, uh, one, check out Hey Mate, get around it. It's free. Secondly, like you can hear and you can feel that this man in front of me is 100% committed to what he, what his purpose is and, and what he's doing with Heymat. So, bro, shout out to you. Incredible. I'm so pumped to have you on the podcast. I think I've been trying to get you on here for like about five weeks now. <laughs> uh, uh, admitting from my end, I've been an absolute sucker on <laughs> replying on, on Instagram, but I'm really glad we ex- exchanged digits. But again made and it's been an absolute pleasure and just the impact that you're having as well i don't i don't think you quite know um, the impact you're having with the work you're doing and the conversations that you're you're having and um yeah i think you know for one day for that to just hit you like a, a train i'll i really want you to sit with that when that train approaches and um just go Wah! you know what i mean like you're just like actually what i'm doing is is amazing because i know there would be up you know down days as well with what you do and um to to you know why am i doing this um and now you mentioned that i get the chance to throw you a question um, you do i've still got i've still yeah. got four questions for you though <laughs> <laughs> yeah you wait till i get to you wait till i get to throw you one mate you you wait bro i'm, I'm <laughs> sweating coming. i'm sweating <laughs> cool anyway well we're, we're perfectly moving into the four and one then so you know, as I told you before, before we started recording, uh, at the end of every show, I do this thing called the four and one. So you get a question for me, but I get four for you because it's my podcast. So what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, yeah, yeah. So the first one for you. So there's a couple of deep ones, but then there's also a couple of funny ones as well. So the first one I have for you is if you had to be in another person's body and or mind for 24 hours, who would it be? And the reason I ask you this is because this was one of the questions that uh, I think you put up. Uh, when I did my first home Such an interesting question. And fuck, if you were ask me, if you were to ask me again tomorrow, I'd probably say someone completely different. Um, honestly, at the moment, I'd like to be in Dan Andrews. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be so interesting. Huge, hard hitting. But I would love, I'd love to know what his day in and day out looks like. I'd love to be in the spotlight to, um, you know, be confronted with those those hard decision-making and, I guess, liaising with other health professionals. And, um, I yeah, I, fuck, I don't know why I said that one. Um, probably going to be a little bit controversial, but I, I, would, I would love to know what, what he's currently going through. I think, um, you know, without my opinion, I think he's, it's an incredible, um, you know, role that he's doing and i think we we only see a smidgen of Mm. what he's up against so i'd like to see what it's like to be behind closed doors and um i guess fuck he's human as well man so i'd love to know what what it is um and how his family's getting impacted and uh, how he is really at the moment i wonder if he's actually been asked that question so um well dan andrews if you're listening to this mate just jump on (laughs) (laughs) shout out to hey mate Hey, mate. <laughs> um, cool. Second one for you, bro. The two biggest mentors in your life right now. So obviously your mentors change, but I want to know the two in your life right now. I guess, um, yeah, I, I I really look up to um, my father in, in terms of um, the man he is. 
um, the connections he's made. Um, he can't go down the street without knocking knocking into anyone who doesn't recognise him or or whatever. But he he's taught me to, you know, give 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 give, and um, you know, no matter who they are, just give them everything your your time, your support, your your encouragement, your love. Um, so he he is massive for me, and I probably need to make more of a conscious effort to to make sure he knows that. Um, and another person would be uh, Squizzy um, Daniel Shinners. He I, I spoke about him earlier. He's a he's a um, one of the designers um, at Lululemon Australia New Zealand. But for me, he has just been uh, a, a tremendous support. Um, and I went a, a four-day retreat with Lululemon late last year, and um, he he was a part of that. And he also founded the Support Bras, which is a basketball team. Um, <laughs> and he's just been yeah, he's just been so inclusive and so encouraging of of everything I do, and just checking in. And um, yeah, he's massive. Um, but on the back of that, I think all the guys too. I, I everyone who who shows up to Haymate is is a mentor of mine. I'm I'm so fascinated, and there's always something that I take away from each each session that someone has said or done, and um, that really inspires me. Mm-hmm. Powerful, bro. I think that's the other thing, right? Like when you're having all of these diverse conversations and you're understanding that everyone has this, these completely unique experiences and that everyone's gone through their own kind of tough times, it makes you so much more empathetic and understanding. And that's one thing that, you know, as men, we we tend not to be naturals when it comes to being empathetic. So that's another thing that yeah. this does is it allows you to go, okay, before I start just flat out abusing this person for making a mistake or doing something I don't agree with, maybe I yeah. could try and figure out what's actually going on there. So that's, yeah. Yeah. And, that. and to also, and to also, uh, I guess, give ourselves that, that self-compassion and, and empathy for ourselves. I think it's some, something that's completely overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's those darker conversations, but to also hear these guys talk about their passions and their goals, their vision, their purpose. And um, not everyone's actually visited it before. So for them to discover it for the first time, fuck, it is inspiring. And you're just like, this is this is the why. Mm, mm, 100%, man. Powerful. All right, next one for you. Uh, this one's pretty deep. So your greatest moment of suffering and how you got through it and what you learned. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, great, great, um, great. Great question. I think um, my greatest suffering was obviously what I spoke about earlier, my, my battles with, with mental health um, from the ages of 14, 12 to 14 to, to about 23. Um, and I kind of used to, used to highlight it as my uh, failure years. Um, but since then, uh, and I understand that failure simply doesn't exist. It, it literally... You know, if you're conscious enough, you'll find a lesson and, and you'll learn from it. Um, therefore, it's a success. And um, I, I'm really grateful for those for those tough years um, because it simply got me to where I am today. And if I was given the opportunity to go back and change anything, I wouldn't. Mm. Nothing, mm. not one thing. Uh, I, I went through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering and um 
yeah, a lot of trauma, essentially. There was periods of time where I couldn't, couldn't step outside the house. My, you know, my heart felt like it was in my throat. There was, you know, the sweatiness was, was you know, an everyday thing. Um, but it, it, it taught me to, you know, be resilient and, and to have the courage. And as soon as I found that acceptance in, in you know, this thing was part of me, it's, you know, that anxiety was sitting in my chest. And instead of coming from a place of like, no, you're fucked, there's something wrong with you, you have to, you know, deal with it every day. You know, I would, I would get out of bed, I would acknowledge it and accept that it was a part of me, not tune into it essentially. So as soon as I gave, you know, gave myself that acceptance I, that allowed me uh, allowed me to have my, a sense of self-worth and allow others to um you know accept me for who I am and I think it's just kind of ampli- amplified me as a person and um allowed me to to seek help and to speak to people and to have these conversations so um the biggest the biggest thing that this taught me was that we are enough and my biggest savior through this whole time was was movement um before the conversation so running essentially we had we had a bit of a chat about running earlier running literally saved my life it was the one thing that um allowed me to um you know control my own breath and to focus on simply putting one foot in front of the other um so I guess I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but the takeaway is what it taught me is that we have the tools that we need right at our feet um, mm. in order to get through through our darkest times. And, you know, whether it's conversation, whether it's movement, whether it's simply asking for help, like we have that embedded in us. Like we, we know that we have what it takes to, to get through these things. And um, it's just a matter of allowing people to, understand that and and to acknowledge that you know they are enough and i think um yeah that was the biggest takeaway for me that i wouldn't change i would not change anything from those dark years but can i be honest yeah go on good i uh, i do worry that those days sometimes will come back mm. um like you know Am I am I truly through this? Am I am I at the other end, or is it you know? Am I in the eye of the storm? Mm. Um, which kind of scares me at the same time, but it kind of is an encouragement also to maintain momentum and keep doing the things that I'm doing: self love, self care, um, and having these conversations and getting out, being active, and you know, mm. acknowledging the bad days and um, simply just. Yeah, focusing on those one percenters, and as I said earlier, it could simply be getting out of bed of a morning. So, um, yeah, I think those pain, those times of of suffering, have literally amplified me into a better person and projected me ten years further down the track because it's taught me so much about myself, and um, that's allowed me to to relate with others and to support other people as well. Mm, mm. Powerful, bro. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thanks for being honest because yeah, it's, it's so important. Like there's too much of this. Uh, I mean, you see it like with influencers all the time on social media where it's like, yeah, I'm great. Everything in life is amazing. Rainbows and butterflies. And it's just simply not true. Like we all have that same kind of fear that things might revert to the mean and, 
that you know you're in the eye of the storm like you said so thanks for sharing that honestly because i think more people I, relate to that than than the other yeah version. and i think it's a fucking good reminder that too as well mate like you said you know influences and social media and it's all airy fairy and fucking happy days and but nothing is ever as it seems so it's a it's a, a great reminder to start the conversation and ask your mates how are they really like if they give you if they give you a you know a short response fucking pin them down and ask them again get it mm. like get it out of get it out of them because um yeah as i said nothing is is simply as it seems mm, 100% bro i think there was there was a few things that popped out of me that i want to get out of my mind because i'm going to be deeply thinking about them if i don't i think one of which was you mentioned running and before the kind of conversation started being recorded we talked about how running is in a sense a form of meditation i think the key Mm. takeaway from meditation and self-awareness and presence in general is that you no longer become the victim of your mind you become the observer of your mind so like we all have these little voices that run around our heads and if we continue to choose to ignore them because we perceive this idea that if you're talking to yourself you're crazy right you know you're a madman like bullshit you have a million different voices in your head if you are mm. able to, and I think running is a facilitator of this, if you are able to become the observer and to just look upon your mind playing its crazy egotistical tricks on you and go, oh, okay, so that's happening. Mm, yeah, you're feeling mm. that emotion. Mm. Yeah, real interesting. It almost becomes like a bit of a game and a bit of a laugh. And instead of clouds blocking out the sky, you end up becoming the, the puppet master in a sense where you can start pulling the clouds away and go, oh, I'm afraid right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, and the sun just came out. How weird is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's a universal signal. Unreal. You know what I mean? So I I think running is hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's doing things that literally force you to be present. So conversations, it's movement because without without being present, you're going to fucking stumble and hurt yourself or or whatever it may be. But you know, you a lot of people are getting into cold water therapy at the moment. Fuck, you know, you you know, turning the turning the cold water on in the shower or going in the ocean. Like you're you're going to know exactly where you are when you step foot <laughs> into the ocean. So again, it's it's kind of you know we're highlighting all these things that literally force you to be where your feet are um and i think that's where the magic happens yeah yeah 100% agree with that the other two things i had on my mind there is one what you're what you're doing there and that's why it was so powerful that you admitted that you're still afraid you might revert to the mean almost is what you're doing is you're taking fear and instead of it being this wall in front of you you're going actually hold on come over here and start chasing me because now fear is the motivator because you're like, well, fuck, I don't want to be back there. So I'm just going to keep running in this yeah. direction, right? And the yeah, other one that exactly. you're combining with that as well is action. So like you're afraid that you're going to fall back into that state again and you don't want to because you're in a joyous place right now. So you're taking yeah. action every day, every day. And by taking that action, you're forcing yourself to be present and you're not going to go back yeah. because you're continuing to move forward. Yeah. yeah. For, you know, that fear or that anxiety used to sit here and it used to come up here. Um and now I've got it here and I'm kind of using it to like fucking stoke my fire, like get going boy. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I I'm using it as fuel and um, I guess my fire. Mm, I think that's a really powerful takeaway, man. I, I didn't expect us to even talk about that, but was, I'm pumped. This is what I love about like open podcasting is you just, you end up in these deep rabbit holes and like this deep wisdom <laughs> ends up exploding out of you. It's great. Um <laughs> Yeah, cool. Last question for you, bro. This one's a bit of a funny one. Then you get your one for me. So it's the middle of Australian summer, 
or I guess really fucking hot here in Australia. Um, would you rather run a kilometer through the middle of Melbourne City naked or in a snowsuit? Um, fuck, I better be careful what I say here because you'll put you'll make me do it. Um, I when we go back to running, I would pick running um, in a you know forty degree heat over a cloudy or a, a rainy day, any day of the week. Like I, I love running in the heat just because, you, you know, you've got that sense of accomplishment and that exhaustion and you feel like you've done something, you've given something a nudge. Like there's, there's that, that battle with obviously the, the physical side of things, but there's also the mental side of things like, you know, fuck, I could just stop here, but oh no, I can keep on going. To answer your question, mate, I would, I, I would run fucking naked through Melbourne <laughs> in the middle of summer, I think. I would, um, yeah, I'll do it, do it at night time probably. Uh, but, yeah, no, mate, if you're going to do something silly, you may as well fucking do it properly. I just had a, a friend of mine, he was just recently on the podcast, and he, to celebrate going into single digits uh, in terms of the new cases in Melbourne, he ordered a Borat mankini and ran along St Kilda Beach <laughs> with a Borat mankini. He had a full-on mask on, everything was just oh, so no. <laughs> so good. What was holding everything in? That that thing does not provide any support. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't look too closely, but let's hope it was held in because it was during the middle of the day. So <laughs> He didn't get arrested, so I think he's good. No, I wouldn't want to go near him either. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> kudos, kudos to him. That's huge. Cool, bro. You get a question for me, and then I, I guess we'll get your details and wrap it up. I've got, I've got a question for you, and it's one you've already asked me, but I literally wrote it down before the podcast started. Um, we spoke about, um, you know, the reasons or what you're doing and the impact you're having, and we spoke about, you know, the good days, and we we acknowledge that sometimes there's some harder days and I guess on the harder days you get you question uh why it is you do something so my question to you mate is what is your why what is my why for the podcast or just in life in general combine it (laughs) sweet what is my why what is my why? I guess to simplify it, like I have a, a mission statement for my life and it's probably going to evolve and change over time. But I guess to shorten it uh, is to give people wings and roots because in doing so, I give myself wings and roots. So that's the selfish aspect of it, right? Because like we all do have, we have egos that we we succumb to at times. But if you can be as altruistic as possible with the, the selfish aspect of your ego, ego, then I think you're going to be living a really fucking abundant life. And so, yeah, to answer your question in the most simplest way possible, it's to give people roots and wings. And I do that with the podcast hundred percent of the time. And with some of the things that I'm working toward in the future, like I, I'm, I'm just going to build on that because I know that the more people I give wings to soar and become who they want to be. And the more people I root down and um, just the gratitude of everyday life, then Man, I'm I'm just gonna be so fucking happy. <laughs> so like I'm all about it. I I love that. And thank you so much for sharing. There's so, there's mate, I have about twenty other questions for you, but um we Do can leave to... that for a face to face coffee or, or whatever yeah, yeah. it is in or the you'll, future. You'll, you'll have to start a haymade podcast down the track. Oh the <laughs> time. <laughs> 
fucking just time, isn't it? Like there is like there's so many things I want to want to be doing and need to be doing or but it's yeah, it's it's resources, it's time and as you said, like there's only so much you can mm. give without, you know, burning out at times as well. So mm, mm, um that's mm. why I try to try and go like a deeper session one week and go into a lighter session and light and then dark mm, and then deeper mm, and whatever mm. else instead of going deep, deep, deep all week because fuck it takes a toll and you you yeah. no i think you've got your focus 100 percent in the right place right now man like just keep your focus where it is and who knows what the future will hold and yeah 100 percent, we'll have many coffees in the future and we can just get super ridiculously deep and philosophical i'm all about it (laughs) (laughs) it gets me ridiculously Um, excited eh? (laughs) honestly could you like just um, like the the conversations that are being having now like over computer over you know zoom imagine what that connection and conversation is going to feel or look like when we're all under the same roof or we go for a camping trip or for a hike or fuck knows whatever you know we're we're limitless in in terms of what we can do and i I seriously feel like we're only just getting started so i'm I'm really excited to see what summer kind of looks like and what we're allowed to do and um yeah it, it would be amazing but um yeah super pumped yeah man hey mate is going places it already has so i guess to finish it up for anyone who's listening to this uh and they want to get either involved with hey mate or maybe they want to suggest hey mate to a friend or maybe someone yep. is keen uh and lives in your area which is you're living on the coast right on the peninsula yeah yeah i'm currently in point one Point Lonzo, cool. And if anyone wants to get maybe involved with the finisher as well, um, where can people find Hey Mate? Where can people find the finisher? Where can people find Gabe? Yeah, I um, you can find me in most places down here. I'm a tall fucker and I send out like dogs balls. But um, <laughs> I guess if you want to find it, find us on find us online um, or on our website www.haymate.live. All our sessions go live on a Monday night at six pm um getting quick and just encourage um you know for the the women in our lives encourage the men in your lives to get involved um yeah i or simply via instagram as well it's at uh underscore or um at the finisher so pretty simple um but yeah we're, everything's on there and feel free to reach out ask any questions and um yeah, but just just for you, mate. Um, thank you so much for for your time today. I know it's been a long time coming, um, but I'm I'm stoked um, to be here and to spend this this time with you. And um, yeah, just incredibly grateful for Jesse making the connection for us and um, that our paths and our craft. I feel like um, you know this. I've known you for a couple of months, but it feels like a couple of years, and it's amazing that that connection can be formed simply by a phone call and a Zoom call. So, looking forward to giving you a squeeze in person sometime soon. <laughs> I love that, giving a squeeze. I like that, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd fit like a, I'd be like a freaking tiny little black bear cub because I'm a short dude and you're this huge guy. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, bro. Uh, 100% right back at you. I'm so pumped to have this convo. I can't wait to have a million more coffees with you and, and get super deep in a conversation and, and change the world one one day at a time. But just quickly, in terms of those uh, links, for anyone listening right now, they'll be in the show notes below. Um, so on Instagram, the website, the finisher, the whole lot. Uh, but thank you so much, Gabe. This has been unbelievable. And you are doing amazing things, my friend. Right back at 
at your mate and the, the pleasure's been mine. Hello again, friend. Thanks for listening to the entirety of that episode. I truly appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, huge favor to ask you. Can you please leave a five-star rating, leave a comment, leave a review, and be sure to share this with anyone in your life that you think it'll impact positively. Uh, each and every rating and, the, and review that we get on Apple Podcasts helps beat the algorithm and get the podcast out to more people. And I think these conversations are worth sharing. So thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode of Couple of Lattes.